plenty of mental and emotional challenges faced by everyone. Today, on the Bomberos on Fire podcast, we delve deep into the heart of this issue. My name is Armando, and today we're shedding light on a topic that's close to our heart, mental health. Not just in the firefighting community, but also to everyone else because everyone has a bone in this fight. It's a conversation that long overdue. We'll be discussing the unique challenge we face, sharing personal stories, and exploring ways to improve our mental well-being. With insights from experts, personal testimony, and actionable strategies, we aim to ignite a conversation that can make a difference. Because just as we fight fires, prepare people, and work in a stressful environment, we must also combat the internal struggles that many of us face. This is not just for firefighters, but everyone else living on this planet. Together, we can build a community of support, understanding, and healing. Join us as we journey through the art of conversation, seeking light and hope for everyone. Be safe. Welcome. <laughs> well, welcome <laughs> back to Bomberos on Fire podcast. My name is Armando. I'm here to, with, a, with a legend, literally, in Central Florida, in uh, the whole state of Florida. Uh, somebody who I look up to a lot and uh, that taught me since I started in the county, uh, what, seven years ago, I guess, in a traffic yeah. to another department. Yeah. And uh, he, I have to say that you take care of me when I was uh, getting forced a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So I appreciate that, Chief. Uh, yeah, this is this is great. Uh, a great honor today to have you. If you don't mind to introduce yourself and uh, and people around the world that listen to us, uh, it will be a blast here. Well, 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 thank you for that introduction, Armando. Uh, my name is uh, Juan Atan. Um, retired uh, from Orange County Fire Rescue after almost 30 years of uh, service with them and now currently uh, with uh, Marion County Fire Rescue as their deputy uh, fire chief uh, for EMS, uh, amongst other things, and um, enjoying to uh, talk to you today on, on your podcast, and thank you for the invitation. No problem. Thank you, because I know you're a busy guy. You got uh, multiple careers uh, from, uh, <laughs> Jesus, from police <laughs> to fire and military too, I think so. I don't remember. No, no military. That's no the military. Only thing. Yeah, almost. I feel like almost. you did. Oh, oh. Uh, and now uh, after retirement, you like you did a Tom Brady and came back to the game. <laughs> and now, uh, hopefully, you want to go to another department after Marion County. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what the wife says for that after I, I do a, a second retirement. <laughs> a second retirement. You can have a third one. Hey, you always. You can you will have a great pension and a great retirement when oh. you get out when you're done done finally. Oh yeah, gotta enjoy life too. <laughs> yes. So, so chief, I got a question. How do yes. you went from a firefighter EMT right in the county, and then suddenly mm -hmm. you became a police a police trooper? Mm -hmm. Like how how that happened? How how do you even got into that? Okay, um, it's it's very interesting, and I'm glad you asked that. The uh, reason that I went into law enforcement, because back then, Orange County, uh, their helicopter unit was run by the sheriff's office, the uh, chase program. And I've always wanted to be a flight medic. And the uh -huh. only way to get onto the uh, chase program was to be uh, become a reserve deputy with Orange County uh, Sheriff's Department, which uh, they put us through the uh, academy. And I became a, a law enforcement officer as well. 
because we with the uh, chase program we were dual certified we did dual roles we did police missions and then when a uh, medical mission um, came about we went and picked up the uh, patient once the uh, program kind of i didn't say it got dissolved but uh, fire rescue got our own helicopter firestar yeah we kind of like uh, broke uh with the sheriff's office and sheriff um, kevin barry at the time uh was starting his uh, tactical medic program and um he requested some of our personnel who wanted to go into the tech medic side and i jumped over to that side and i've been doing that for a while um i did i was with the sheriff's office for close to 15 years oh, and wow. now i'm currently uh with a uh, florida higher patrol as their uh chief uh there they gave me a title which i'm like okay sure uh it's uh the chief tactical medical officer for the team because uh, the state of florida uh florida high patrol has uh, three teams uh they have a central florida team the uh, south florida team and the north team so i basically uh over or be the oversight for all three teams on their medical component and also part of the uh troop surgeon program that the uh, state of florida troopers have uh, available to them. So I've been doing that now close to, what, 27, 28 years now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you're still working uh, on the law enforcement side. You're still uh, active. Um, on the, still on active. the street. No, I'm, I'm still active. I took a little leave <clears throat> of absent because uh, we did, uh, me and my wife did a, uh, when I, re when I retired, we got offered a contract work to go to uh, Colorado and run a, uh, a uh, rural uh, hospital, uh, critical access hospital. So we were out there for, for seven months doing that, which was a great experience <laughs> wow. to do that. Wow, you've done it all. <laughs> and you went to Colorado to run a, a, like a, like, run yeah, like a critical access hospital? It's a critical access hospital in a rural community called Holyoke, Colorado, which is in the uh, north northwest corner of the uh, state. Because everybody, when you say Colorado, everybody thinks of Denver and yes. it's, and mountains and all that. Um, no, where there was no mountains where we were at. It was it was the plains. We're oh. uh, just for geographical location. We bordered basically Nebraska, Wyoming. And I believe Kansas as well. So you're in so the right east corner, kind of? Right east corner, yeah. Okay. That's where we're at. So it was very flat. Uh, population in that area was close to 3,500. And it was a critical access hospital with uh, ER, two trauma bays, 14-bed uh, hospital, and a clinic. And also physical therapy clinic and an uh, outpatient um, surgery center. And my wife was running the uh, the nurses side as the uh, interim chief nursing officer, and I was the uh, interim emergency uh, EMS uh, director, emergency manager, and whatever other hat I was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the multiple, you have a big closet for all your hats. Oh my god, that's that's, I lost uh, you there that's a quick intense. Second there. And then now after working for the county for almost 30 years, Orange County in Central Florida. Mm -hmm. What what make you do the, the, the Brady? What, what happened that I know you have some spark on it, some fire. You're like an old boxer. 
that get yes. that get the championship instead of like retire with the title. So you know what? I think I got more more fire in me. <laughs> yeah, that that was it. Uh, uh, the funny thing about it was that I wasn't looking at the time. I was already you know content with doing what we were doing. But uh, County came knocking at the door. They uh, showed me the opportunity. I started looking into it. Uh, I spoke to the missus because you know you have to yeah. make sure your better half is is uh, in tune as well. And there was still, like you mentioned, there was still fire in the uh, in my blood to continue going and you know teaching the uh, new um, folks coming up into the fire service right now. So yeah. it gave me the, that opportunity to you know assist a department that's moving up in the state of Florida and um, give them that outside knowledge um, that they uh, needed. And, and that's where, why I'm there. Cause it's, and it's being fun. It's right now more, more fun than anything else watching the, uh, the new firefighters coming on, on board and paramedics coming on board and listening to what I have to offer to them. And it's, and it's fun. It's, it's, uh, fun. it's, uh, it's, uh it's more rewarding than anything else. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, what is the difference have you seen from the, you know, it's not the same being a rookie fireman in the 90s than now in mm -hmm. the 2000s. What is the big difference? Because you've seen it all, probably. It, it's it's very different. The As, as always, uh, we always say the culture has changed. Because uh, I remember when we started, I, I'm going to go under the assumption that the senior firefighters were saying the same things that we're saying now about the new firefighters. So I don't think that has changed, but um, the culture has changed a lot. I think um, social media has uh, helped the fire service and EMS service in, in, a, in a good way, sometimes also in a, in a bad side as well, because uh, we also see uh, um, Hollywood portrays the public safety in a different manner. Um, yes. Also saying that... Um, they're going to be doing great stuff because um, a lot of firefighters nowadays, when they come into the service, the first thing, oh, I'm going to go see the dragon. <laughs> I'm going to fight the dragon. I'm going to slay the dragon, the fire, blah, 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 you know, because that's what they see on TV. And yeah. when they, you know, get into the fire service, um, truth be told, the majority of the calls that we're yes. running are medical calls. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, in my department right now, it's, and I believe it's, um, nationwide number uh 87% of our call load is medical calls yeah so and 100%. the fire calls and the fire calls are, are there i mean in my area in marion county we do see a lot of good fires i mean my phone just goes off of structure fires here and there cuz they do see a lot of uh fires up in that area but that's very depending on where you're at it's one of those things that it's a hit or miss kind yeah. kind of thing yeah, I tell you because uh, right now what I'm working currently, I see no, I no fires at all. Car fires, yes, <laughs> but a fire, I will. And if I see one, it will be a big one. Yeah, that that is true. Uh, I mean, yeah. in in your area, it's because they've done a good job with prior prevention. Because yeah, being in yeah, that area, it's, it's prior prevention. I think your biggest fire that you guys saw that everybody saw on on YouTube was that dragon fire. Yes. <laughs> yes. The dragon, literally dragon fire. Yes. That's true. Yeah. And, and yeah, actually, yeah. And, and imagine in the Hollywood studios area. Yeah. Yes. That's a big fire. Little, <laughs> little dragon. <laughs> yeah. 
It's because our fire prevention is, our systems are so advanced and there's so many, so many mm -hmm. redundant, so many backup plan that if we have a fire, it's because everything else failed, like a big fire. Yes, that, that, that is the thing for, for you guys. And, that, and, and, and we applaud you for that because that's what we're there for. Uh, yeah. Making sure fire prevention is there that nobody gets hurt. But, you know, on the hide side, you got the medical calls that oh my those God. don't go away. Those no, and, and our department is at least 99% medical mm -hmm. calls. And we have also special needs kids. We have population around the world. We have, you name it, we have it. We have yeah. on the ground basements. We got uh, uh, a, lo a lot of uh, behavioral problems. Yes. A lot in, in my area where I work. And uh, it's, it's, it's crazy how I, because I used to work, you know, OBT and, mm -hmm. and Turnpike mm -hmm. for, for years. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I went from uh, that place to uh, Disney and it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very different. It's, it's the same way with, with the county. Uh, you're going, you might be working a uh, suburban area and then you go to a rural area yeah. uh, per se. And then you have the mix of the OBT areas where you have uh the turnpike with all the accidents, you know, station 53 area that oh, yeah. uh, I worked in that, that area for, for many years. And a lot of the big crashes were there on the turnpike uh, per se, and then moving to centralize down further North on the trail, you had all the <laughs> medical calls, the stabbings and the fires. Oh yeah. So yeah, it, it all depends on, on where it is. It's a, it's very round. It's the same thing where, in Marion County that you got areas that are very rural because we're surrounded by the uh, Ocala National Forest. Yeah. So that's true. and that's one of the cool things uh, that they that we have up there that really uh, we have uh, ATVs in those stations. Because really? you know, yeah, cuz you know, people cool. go hiking, they go hiking, they get lost in the forest, so the easiest way to get access to them is they jump on the ATVs. And they go out there and and do their uh, rescues. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I and, even thought about it. Yeah, and uh, they also have a program with the sheriff's office of hoisting. Uh, they get our tech teams um, get on the helicopters and they'll hoist patients up to the uh, to the helicopter. Yeah. You know, bring the medics down to the level and and we'll hoist them up from the middle of the uh, forest itself. So. That's pretty yeah, uh, access. Access is yeah. so difficult in the Ocala forest. It's yeah. massive. So, and it's very massive. It's a very massive uh, forest. So we do have stations all the way out there. And and it's, you know, very, they're a very aggressive department as, as far as it goes to uh, firefighting as well. Yes. You know, they go in, a lot of the fires, they go interior right off the bat. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, because you got a, a great culture of like being aggressive with the fire. Is the mm -hmm. smoke divers yeah. are over there too? The Very program is literally there. That, so it, so you it's, got a um, bunch of trucky guys. It's awesome what we're doing up there right now. No, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're there. I mean, they need it. <laughs> if you need somebody to uh, put a direction or guide the department, you're one of the persons that people always talk about it in the whole state of Florida. Is to be honest, and uh, and I also know that you teach CPR and EMS stuff all around the country. <laughs> yes. Besides being a chief. Yes, How's that? Yes, that that is awesome. I I mean that's um, uh, me and my wife call it um paying it forward. I mean we love paying it forward. Uh, teaching CPR especially and advanced cardiac life support and the pediatric advanced life support to uh, the new uh, 
personnel, new nurses and everything else, it's uh, rewarding again because they're, they're new. They have zero experience and, you know, all they know is book stuff. And then when we bring the reality of what we see with our classes, they really enjoy it. That kind of stuff. We've gotten to the point that sometimes that some of our students have even said, you guys should stay here and be our instructors until we graduate. I know you will take it. You probably take it. I don't know how, but you'll do it. It's, it, 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 it's nice when they we hear things like that because um, they see we bring them a different perspective kind of stuff than, you know, the everyday of the book stuff that they see. Yes, because one thing is the books. One thing is outside in the mm -hmm. real world, regardless if you work in inside intra-hospital inter or outside pre-hospital-wise, mm -hmm. it's completely different from the books, no matter what the yeah. people say. Yeah, very, very different. I mean, the, the books are there for, for the knowledge base, you know, to yeah. know what's going on and everything else. And then you have to put everything, like everything is, to perspective. You know, you got to make, okay, each scene is going to be very different than, the, than your last scene. But yeah. the treatment is going to be more likely the same. <laughs> yeah, the base treatment is taking care of somebody. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's what it. it is. Have you gone international teaching? Yes. All uh, right. I've, I've been. <laughs> uh, the One of the most rewarding was um, going to Japan and that's teaching insane. the military. And teaching the uh, military, uh, uh, the uh, tactical emergency casualty care courses, TECC or active yep. shooter training. Yeah, and that was very. That was last uh, the year before uh, that we went to to Japan, and uh, we went to uh, Masawa, Japan, at the Air Force Base there, and uh, we had a awesome time. We had great students. Uh, we taught the airmen, the airmen, firefighters, and the uh, military police is who we taught, and the that was class. wow, and, and that that was awesome. An awesome experience, to be honest with you, and also doing the uh, ACLS, uh, PHTLS courses, and ITLS to the uh, cruise ships um, in Mexico, going down there and teaching that. For wow! <laughs> and that's going through through the government or how? Or... That that was uh, subcontractors. Okay. <laughs> Subcontracting that um, they had contracts and they uh, subcontracted us to uh, to go and do that. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I mentioned it. I went to, I was recently, I was in Poland mm, in yes. uh, October and, and uh, I was teaching RIT to the, because <laughs> that, that's, that's something foreign concept outside the mm -hmm. U.S. They don't yeah. even believe in RIT. They, they think yeah. that for what I heard from all over the world that RIT is something that you shouldn't have it because if you know your, if you know how to uh, read the smoke, uh, see the mm -hmm. structure, the 360, you shouldn't even. But I tell people at the time, what happened if stuff happened? Doesn't matter if you're the yeah. most knowledgeable firefighter or the most mm -hmm. fit. Stuff happens. You need a plan yeah. B. So that's when RIT comes. And uh, yeah. it was an opening experience, my opening experience going to Poland with a translator, going from <laughs> English to Polish, <laughs> and show them, like, hey, you can actually have a plan B. This is not, this is not rocket science, but it's a systematic way. It will work. No, absolutely, absolutely. And, and that's one, one thing that that I take when I go teach is uh, I always learn something from where I went to because yes. um, knowledge is power. Like they say, knowledge is power and listening to how they do things, you pick up and, you know, make it better. One yeah. of the things uh, uh, I always keep saying is like, 
I hate to reinvent the wheel. I just make the wheel better. <laughs> and you do. <laughs> that, <laughs> you make it electronic. Uh, you make an EV wheel now. <laughs> yeah, so make it EV or, or, or so because uh, I see uh, a lot of, you know, places and, and all that. They, they take something and they trash it and then they reinvent it all over again. Why? Just take what you see and make it your own. Kind, yeah. of, kind of thing make make it into your department zone kind kind of stuff so that's why i enjoy teaching concept because like i say i always bring back something that i you know i'm teaching them of course but learning they too. teach me as well yeah it's true and, and and that's that's the uh the cool thing about when you go teaching especially on the international level yes that you learn something um from them uh, per yeah. se and and that's something that like I said, me and my wife, we teach together, and we always learn something from them. We're like, oh, that that's that's a neat concept. <laughs> we never thought of it that way. Per exactly. Se. No, so. Yeah, and you guys, you're a power couple. You're both instructors. <laughs> I mean, what else can you get, man? It's, it's family. Yes, I, it I love it. I love it. You use Your wife and I, you, so in that way, if you need permission, it's right next to you. You don't have to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We agree. <laughs> It's uh, the conversations at the house sometimes uh, are very interesting. That sometimes it's like, okay, cut, <laughs> cut, yeah. cut, yeah, redo, uh, yeah, redo. It's, 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 it's stop. Okay, that's it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, talking about the international mind. Uh, when I went to Poland, I noticed that <laughs> the Ritback is full of tools, like pockets and pockets. I was wondering why. Why you make it so heavy? When I realized that they don't have pockets on the bucket pants, or mm. yeah, it's all equipment, so they have to put somewhere the tools. So that, oh, okay, no so problem. I adapt the class to their what do they have? Yeah, I can't, absolutely. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. the little little nugget that I learned from them. Like, okay, I have to like the ladders over there. There's a hundred pound ladder. It's this massive, heavy ladder. So anything <sighs> tactic wise with ladders, they don't out of the window. Literally, they don't use it. Uh, it's too heavy. Shoot. Is it is it wood well ladders that they have? No, there? it's like metal with spikes on the sides, a wheel on the front. You need four people to carry the ladder. I mean, you cannot throw, you cannot do VES. It will take you forever. <laughs> Stuff that we here have from granted. Like uh, we can do everything. That 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 is the thing that um, people sometimes take things for granted. Uh, we, you know, we deployed also, me and the wife, we deployed on natural disasters and everything else. And mm -hmm. one of them was when we went to Puerto Rico uh, after Maria. And you have to adapt. One of the you things is you have to adapt with what you have there because sometimes the, the, um, se dice? Resources? the resources? resources or the easy access to things that we have here, you don't have them. Yeah, and you have to MacGyver it, makeshift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have you have to, you have to. So true about that, especially and, like and, South America and all those countries. Yes, they. I mean, so, okay, we have to say it. We are spoiled here. Literally, yeah. we're spoiled. I mean, and when you work in, uh, I realized that we when I was in Colorado because. We here in Central Florida, we say, oh, it's a rural area. Uh, yeah, rural area. <laughs> no, where we were at is rural. Oh, really? And you're, uh, yes, uh, like I mentioned, 3,500 people, uh, 
we were a hospital-based EMS, one ambulance, well, one ambulance, but we had like three other in the fleet and we had people to call in if anything major happened. Wow. But our mutual aid was a volunteer ambulance BLS service out of the auto hospital, which was 17 miles away. Uh, the, the fire department is totally volunteer. Uh, the nearest full, fully paid ambulance service if we needed mutual aid was almost 35 to 40 minutes oh my from God. us. Yeah, uh, good luck getting something quick. And our hazmat team, if we had a hazmat, because mind you, we had a lot of silos being in yeah. the farm area. You had a yeah. lot of silos because that was one of my first questions when I, being a hazmat tech, you know, I'm driving in and I'm seeing all these silos. I'm like, holy crap, what is this? And my first question was, you know, how far is your hazmat team? My hazmat team was an hour away. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. You have to adapt and overcome. That's part of the fire service. Yeah. yeah. And so when people say, oh, we're in a rural area. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> that's not rural because, you know, you're going to get units here within, you know, 30 minutes or less. Per se, yeah. rural is forty-five and above. <laughs> yes, yeah, you got a Walmart close to you. You know, rural. If you got a Walmart yeah. and a Seven Eleven yeah. close, twenty minutes, yeah, you you're fine. You're you're fine. <laughs> yeah. So I I learned exactly what rural is because for us in that critical access hospital, anything major, even though they classified it as a level four trauma in Colorado standards, anything Still major one. got driven to uh, to uh, Denver or flown if the weather was clear because oh. uh, we were fortunate enough that we had a private uh, air ambulance company based at the hospital so oh. so they Ooh. would fly you know our, yeah, our that would change stuff. Be, but they, again they were also the the helicopter unit for around that area itself. So if they got a call, we had to wait for another one. So my transport times for inner facility, the shortest one was uh, six hours. Six hours? Shortest. Six hours. That's like from, from Orlando to, to the Keys, if you're mm -hmm. running. Yeah. No. It was, uh, <laughs> that's, round that's trip was, was six hours. The, the longest trips, round trip was almost eight to ten hours. No, that's, yeah, no, that's yeah. like trying to get to the border with Georgia, literally. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, when when I tell you that we were rural, we were literally rural. <laughs> in, middle, in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, yes. Wow, middle that's crazy. That's, mm -hmm. that's, like, that's a great experience, but that's crazy. No, Something it, it, bad it, it, was, it, it was a great experience. Like I said, there we, again, you had to adapt and overcome with the area because, yeah. You, you didn't really have, if we had a true, true trauma, it had to be flown or out yeah. of there. I mean, we could stabilize it, but it, it was one of those things that, that you had to get him to a, uh, a true trauma surgeon, and that was all the way in Denver. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't even. The poor medic, six hours yes. or 10 hours with a patient. She's, mm -hmm. oh, yes. Uh, yeah, applause to them, guys. You guys oh, are yeah. my heroes. <laughs> my, my longest transport is 30 minutes going to, oh, yeah. from Disney to uh, to the VA, actually. That's the farthest I can go. Like, the, 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 think about oh, yeah. it. Other than that, it's it, like 20 minutes at the most. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
same seminar in our area in in Marion County. Um, we have um, some long transport times because if you're out in the forest area and you want to have to bring them into the trauma center, uh, it's a good drive. It's a good drive, depending on what conditions. You know, it could be Shans for for burns or or uh, the HCA in downtown. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, you got a great experience, Chief. You you've been you're doing you've done a lot. For the EMS and fire uh, community, you've done everything, almost everything, really? from EMT to riding backwards to uh, be behind the desk. I, I still enjoy, I'm, even though I have the cross bugles and all that, like I tell everybody, I'm a boots on the ground person. Yes, you are. I'm a boots on the ground person. Um, the other day I was visiting a station and a call dropped and the crew was like, Chief, we'll be right back. I go. Yeah, I'm coming along. And they're like, just looked at me like, huh? I go, yeah, um, I'm jumping in the back of the rig. <laughs> and then <laughs> jump under your engine. Yeah. It's yeah. like, hey. And, hey, follow by example. That's, that's oh, a great example absolutely. for the guys. I that's mean, that's like I awesome. Tell, I tell folks, I got a blue patch, you know. I got a blue patch too, so guess what? <laughs> you need to renew it. Every two years, you have to pay for it. So the might as yeah. well have to use it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. But, but, yeah, Chief, it's, it's, yes. Yes. What are you guys doing for uh, mental health? I know, like at where I work at the creek, we have a peer support team, and mm -hmm. and it's trying to get big on that. And actually, I applied for a position there, so hopefully, I get in. Good. Um, what are you guys doing in Marion County for peer support team? Uh, Chief Banta is very big on mental health. Uh, unfortunately, before I got there, we had a few suicides yes. uh, in um, in Marion County, uh, which we're they're getting we're getting getting over it as we speak. Because you never get over it anyway. Yeah. But we're very big on on the mental health aspect itself. We do have a peer support group uh, that is run. Uh, the health and safety is run by uh, Chief Caban. And also the uh, chaplain, the chaplaincy group. Uh, okay. They are very big on that. Uh, uh, our chaplain Joe, he is uh, incredible, uh, per se. So we are doing a lot. We just finished doing a uh, a big because uh, the area where we at the Marion Ocala area, uh, the support that we have there is incredible. Good. And some of the mental agencies area, they put a questionnaire out to the department and we're seeing what, what needs to be done per se. Because, again, going back to the new generation of firefighters that, that we're getting, uh, we're getting a lot of firefighters that have uh, zero, life, uh, zero uh, experience, life experiences yes. yeah. right now. Uh, they basically got into this business because one, they saw it on TV or whatever the case may be, and and they're well, they're seeing things that you know that a normal eye doesn't see uh, per se, and that's one of the things that I would always tell my students uh, is, folks, when you see something, you know, let somebody know. Let's yeah. talk to, to somebody or, or things of that nature because um, it is a big thing right now. Um, a lot of people don't want to say anything because 
back when I started in this business was the old atti- uh, attitude of suck it up and Keep you know, suck forward. it up but- buttercup yeah. kind, of, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's not like now where that is that is true. Uh, I seen yeah. uh, that's the reason why I and I create this podcast because the suicide, mm-hmm. at that moment you got the suicide mayor county, the one in Orange County, and uh, my mom is a life coach. She said, "Hey, why don't you? Because I know you want to say something. Why don't you create this mm-hmm. and, and it's a way to you to also as a treatment? Like, sure. Oh, why not? So I get yeah. I got into a podcast and talking to people, and I've been talking to people all over the the world and the life path. Like I was talking to uh, another fireman from OFD, Seminole County or uh, Osceola mm-hmm. County, talking to a uh, couples coach therapy. I talked to uh, a psychologist, a psychiatric, who's, she's specialized in firefighters. She's in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. I talked to her with New York. So it, it gave me a broad spectrum of what is mental health and, and how to approach it and how to treat, how to take care of us. Because that's the most, mm-hmm. most important thing mm-hmm. to me is take care of us. Yeah, and, and and the thing again, and I hate to say it, the generational gap that that we have right now, because a lot of these um, new kids like us that we're an older generation that we like to talk, you mm-hmm. know, in person or by phone, they do the texting thing. You know, not the same. Kind of they they do the the texting thing, so you really don't know how they really are doing because they could text you, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, you know, but you, when you're talking to them or looking at them at their face, you can see their body language that they're not doing well, per per se. Because yeah. um, I can remember an incident when I was uh, a lieutenant at 52. We had a student, uh, EMT, an EMT student, and we had a uh, a bad trauma call. Uh, you know, 52. You know, you have Stan Lake area, John Young area. Yeah. Kind you of got, thing the, you got the water treatment plant that smell <clears throat> yeah. like poop all over all yeah. 24 hours. It, yeah. do, it doesn't smell that, that much anymore once they put those filters on. Mine <laughs> <laughs> was there was horrible. Oh yeah, it used to they be call, horrible they, back in the day. It was very horrible. Yeah, used to call 50 poop. <laughs> yes, and um, we had a bad trauma call, and when um, the rescue got back from the hospital. I see, uh, and as I'm telling you the story, I'm, I'm actually reliving it right now. Um, I see the student come in, and they went directly to the uh, the kitchen sink there, and they put some water on their face and everything else. And I'm like, what's wrong? Well, I'm okay. And, you know, I was reading the body language and everything else, and I'm like, uh, right there, I said, bullshit. <laughs> You're not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I could tell in their eye, in their eyes, and their body language that they were not okay. So right then and there, I called uh, my chief at the time and said, "Hey, I need to get out of service right now, and I need the chaplain, see, and blah blah blah." And and we got the ball rolling. And back then, it was very unheard of, you know, mm-hmm. doing, you know, doing that big debriefing per per se. And I remember that. Uh, we had a female in at the station, uh, and we grabbed some ice cream with the spoons and everything else, and started talking to them. <laughs> and wow. and afterwards, you know, they seemed fine. The person came back for her for their second um, ride time, and 
they came when they were leaving. They came up to me and they said, um, thank you for what you did that other night because uh, that would have uh, stopped my my advancing in this in this career, per se. Oh. Not sure if this person did become an EMT, paramedic, or a nurse, uh, uh, but, you know, that's the thing. Uh, we as, you know, firefighters and first responders that we need to look at each other, uh, per se. If you yeah. see somebody not doing well, we need to speak up because what happens is that stigma. Uh, oh, they're going to think that, that I'm weak, that um, uh, all that. And uh, that's that's not a sign of weakness. We need to make sure that we're all okay to continue our, our lives because what happens is um, you retire and people start thinking about the demons, you know, what yes. happened, what they saw. Because... I mean, I could relive certain stories that that I've seen through my career, which is they were not pretty, but you have to learn how to do that coping mechanism, which, again, one of the things that I would tell my new personnel is like my coping mechanism was after uh, shifts, go and work out, you know, get your mind set. You know, go work yeah. out, do something, just to get your mind mind at 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 ease, uh, uh, per se. Uh, some people didn't do anything; they just went home, went to sleep, or or did whatever the case m- might be. But we as um, individuals need to see our personnel's eyes and say, "Okay, you're you're not you're not good. We're, we have to shut down." Yeah. And my, as a chief officer, I did that. A couple of times as well, we, you know, the cause that really hurt us as firefighters, medics, is the pediatric calls. I mean, because we don't run that many. Yeah. And I remember our crew ran a, uh, a bead call. And, uh, you know, after the fact that we were at the hospital right then and there, I called dispatch and right there in the uh, parking lot, uh, I put the units out of service and I debriefed them right then and there. When the chaplain uh, from Orange County came to the station, the cruiser, he said, you're too late, chap. <laughs> Chief already did <laughs> what he was supposed to that. Uh, he came up to me, he goes, Chief Aton, you did a good job. <laughs> I go, hey, I got to take care of him. Yeah. Uh, I got to take care of my, of my crew. And, and that's what I tend to do. I want to make sure that uh, they have a healthy and fulfilled um, career kind kind of thing because truth be told depending on the areas that that you're working at um, you're going to see certain stuff that the normal human being is not going to see because we see in our business we see uh, people at their worst moments yep per se we see uh, and and this goes um, not only for firefighters paramedics it goes for cops it goes for the nurses doctors as well because we see a, a, a lot of stuff that you know the normal human being doesn't see and um, our new generation that's getting into this business they really have no experience whatsoever than just playing video games <laughs> i hate to put it that way oh it's yeah. true but it's true yeah because that as if, if you've seen it before in, in the fire police business, usually the people that got into this business were craft people, people that yeah. knew how to work a hammer, knew how to put tile and 
things of that nature. They had a they had a craft behind them. Nowadays, it's like I remember showing kids how to mop a floor. <laughs> yes, or yeah, it's true. Or how to do the dishes. I have to do it one time to uh, one of the rookie guys, the provis, when I was in the county. Uh, uh -huh. How to do little things, so make coffee, yeah. make tea. Yeah. Like, yeah. bro, you never do dishes? But yeah, I never. Well, yeah. it's time to learn. Yeah, I mean, is it. uh, one of my things that I, that I would tell some of our new personnel is like, uh, my words were, "Your mom doesn't work here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick up after yourself." <laughs> wow. Yeah. But it's true what you said, like in the past generations is uh, people with construction works and still the old, mm -hmm. the old guys that about to retire or that past the 15 years, mm -hmm. they already have a second job. could be uh, anything. Right. But they, but they have that. They have it since they started firefighting. So they used to be in outside and deal with people. And, and it is, you are right, actually. Uh, the new generation kind of sucks in that aspect. Social skills are bad. Yeah, they they everything is uh it's texting it's like guys put the damn phone down one one of the things that uh we did in the uh the dinner table at night all the phones off or put them away unless you know you had a call or something uh, of course being a chief officer my phone had to be next to me all the time because yeah but <laughs> people calling out sick or oh my god dispatch yeah. calling or and yeah. so I, you know, they bend the rules for me, but everybody else would, their phones will be in their pockets. They wouldn't answer them. Um, I know that one, one of our stations, I don't know if they're still doing it. Uh, they had a little basket. For oh, um, 67. I think um, so. I don't know. I don't know if it's 67 or but 71. The, I think it's 71. And they had a little basket. And if you yes. pick up the phone, you get a, a hot sauce shot or whatever. Hot sauce shots, or you had to pay for dinner. <laughs> yes, yeah, I remember. So, so <clears throat> put my phone in the basket, and that's what you know. A lot of stations are beginning to do that because I've walked into stations and people are on their cell phones, you know, tacking away, talking. It's like, folks, conversate. You know, sit down around the kitchen table, talk to people. You know. Do that social skill kind of, kind of stuff because it's we deal with with society. You know, we talk to patients every day. That's true. <laughs> you know, you, you need to learn how to do those those skills kind kind of thing. Not, I I, I hate saying it. The uh, tough book uh, uh, medics they only keep the tough book in front of them and asking the pa the patient questions. Yes, <laughs> that's one thing I learned. Especially I'm coming from Venezuela, working in emergency system in venezuela i never had a tough book right so i'm used to just give it now when i was in the county people look at me weird because i got the tough book and give it to the lieutenant or the, well, whoever yeah. i don't even care mm -hmm. so that was the way it used to be and i used to yeah. do paperwork mm -hmm. so uh <clears throat> the, i remember that uh, uh galino told me uh, boy you, you kind of <laughs> we said galino <laughs> yeah sleepy galino go, where you come from boy mira 53 53 all day 53 <laughs> And I got you, and I got all day. <laughs> he's he's now at thirty two, I think so. At thirty two, yeah, he's yeah. over thirty two. I, I I saw him before I retired. He was out there. I go, what you doing out here? Ah, chief, taking it easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another one. He works way too much. Yeah, it's like 
when you retire, no, man, you need to go find a job. You'll be like a chief of 10, just going another place. <laughs> no, I, 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 honestly, like I said, I, the only reason I came out of retirement because uh, the, the fuel was still there. The fire was yeah. still burning. And yeah. I just wanted to, you know, I still had enough uh, on the, uh, in the gas tank there to push it a little bit more. Nice. Everybody uh, tells me, how long are you going to, I mean, I've been asking Marion County, how long are you going to be here and everything else? And I give them three answers. <laughs> I go, one, if the big man upstairs gives me the health and well-being yeah. to continue, I will continue. Secondly, is uh, if I'm not having fun anymore, I'm done. That's that's those those are my go-to answers for them because they're like, how long are you gonna be here? I'm like, very simple. The big man upstairs uh, gives me the health. Yeah. I'm here, and if I'm still having fun, I'm I'm gonna be here. Now, the day that it becomes a quote unquote a job that I'm not having fun anymore, I'm done. <laughs> you know, you always have room to another department. <laughs> it's smaller. We only have four stations. We deal with roller coasters and uh, castles and dragons and uh, you name it, we have it. So you don't have to go anywhere to imagine stuff. We don't have the beach. We don't have forest. We got a made of forest kind of. <laughs> we got beaches. We got uh, pools. We got water parks. We got you name it, we have it. So if you feel like you still have some uh, more fuel on it, we can refuel it more. I don't mind. Just bring more cans. <laughs> Come to us. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm a good salesman. I, I know. Sell. You get salesman. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I, so you, you work with uh, uh, Rob Krieger. Oh, Krieger yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, with the old man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Your yeah. soup sandwich. Your soup sandwich. Your, your soup sandwich. Yeah, the the guy forgets how to read emails when he conveniently. You know, it's dementia by option. That's that's his problem. Yeah. Yeah, Rob Krieger. I'm trying to. Here's something else. Yes, here's something else. Is I tried to put it on the podcast, but it's hard. That man is like, bro, you need to open yourself. Be be more like uh, more soft. You need to be so a little soft, like a pillow. <laughs> I've known Rob for. We, me and Rob had taught many uh tactical medic classes and he he is something else <laughs> oh he's something else yes yeah oh yeah that guy is amazing guy but he's something else it's like i said yes. dementia by by option he forgets stuff when he wants to <laughs> you know what we're talking about yeah like i'm dealing with hey. him with confined space training and sort team members training is is, is rough yes. it's rough dealing with him but i'm pretty sure oh, see you got krieger so if you want to come to our space as a little a little section of the town, you're more than welcome. Okay. You can work with Krieger again. And, and you got Chief Flores. And we got Flores. <laughs> yes, the boxer. The boxer, the boxer, yes. The boxer. He had a boxer training side on the logistics, and he goes to the town <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> I got to give him a call since I run logistics. I got to ask him a few questions. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. He will tell you a lot of stories about the creek and logistics. No, no, he will. Uh, I got some stuff that I, I want to do over there because, you know, you know, as you well know, medications and stuff like that, uh, it's yes. an ongoing and, uh, thing with shortages. And he, he, he's the man to help you out with that, be, Chief. But you know how things he's go in our business. <laughs> 
Yeah, we have a lot of ex-Orange counties in the uh, at the creek. Mm -hmm. A lot, actually. Yeah, I've heard. Every, I've heard. Every time I see fifty-three, oh, that's my ex, and then she just walk by. No, I mean it's 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 uh, to be honest, um, this this field that we're in, it's uh, I say rewarding. Everybody says, oh, you've done a lot. I go, no, man, it's it's I enjoy what what I do. That's why I'm I'm doing it. It's if I yeah. didn't enjoy what I'm um, what I'm doing. I would be doing, doing something else. Kind of, exactly. kind of, to be honest with you, it's like I was telling somebody, one of my other chief officers yesterday. He goes, "I go, yeah, um, I might be double dipping a little bit, you know, <laughs> but um, it's not because I want to. It's because you know it's fun. I'm enjoying myself. It's a humbling experience the, doing what what I do. Because that's the other thing is like." Um, in this business of ours, you have to be humble, kind of thing. Yes. You 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 can't uh, uh, be the uh, the alpha tough dog the, all the time. Tough dog all the time, or the <laughs> the friend of mine's uh, he's a captain for another agency, and he goes uh, being the uh, uh, Instagram firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. True. They drink too, way too much Kool-Aid. Yeah, they're always taking pictures of doing this, and actually they haven't really done too much kind of thing, some of them. Yep. But, you know, hey, it's like I said, social media has done done a, uh, has done positive stuff for us. Plus, But, again, there's certain times that certain things um, are in the negative way, but for the most part, from what I've seen in social media has really – helped public safety good and in, in also a, to educate people too yes. like uh, i saw a little of the uh, cops uh, uh body cams mm -hmm. it helped to recognize hey yeah you oh. seen tv the cop is doing this but you don't realize what i have to go through because i give it yes. to the cops i i love my profession but the cops you guys law enforcement uh, to me are like you guys are different different level i can't like imagine because you guys are moving target everybody yes. hates the cops regardless yes you already yes. got with a battery to be cops. Mm -hmm. With the firefighters, people love us. Hey, yeah, you know, come on, guys, help me out because mm -hmm. we're going to help it. The, the, yeah, that's it, a tough job. We have, we have the golden key to get into the house because uh, usually when they call us, there is a, an emergency for them. And like you said, we're, welcome there. we're a welcome we're site. We're welcome. Uh, cops need a warrant to get inside. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, per per se and and I've seen that I've I've, I've experienced that on both sides uh, when I'm in my fire department uniform. You know, it's a very different attitude. Somewhere I'm wearing the uh, law enforcement uniform. Two different aspects altogether. Oh, and uh, especially se. working as a so yeah, it's trooper. it's. Uh, I won't say a stigma, but it's the way people portray us and and a gay. We, as a first responder, need to put out a a positive attitude of what we do uh, uh, on a daily basis kind of stuff. And again, social media has helped us show people what we actually do. Because, uh, again, a lot of people only see what we do when they're watching uh, TV, uh, per yes. se. Uh, a lot of them, I remember many a times... Uh, 
people saying, uh, oh, you guys are just at the stations playing checkers or chess or whatever. You know, that's all you guys are doing. Uh, no, we're, we're doing training. We're doing other things. Just because you don't see the engine rolling out doesn't mean that we're yeah. not doing our own training uh, per se. So it, it's a lot of change in mentality, seeing people what, what we do. And, and again, we've, we've helped ourselves, you know, especially uh, the government agencies, uh, the commissioners and everything else in doing uh, uh, schooling for them, you know, um, showing them what we do, what our, how our gear weighs and everything else going into a fire scene, even though it's a small things that we do for them, but at least they're seeing what we're doing. Yeah. And now they have that buy-in of saying, oh, yeah, they it's a tough job what they're doing because most people don't understand that, you know, <clears throat> we go from zero to 60 in the middle of the night. We're in a yeah. deep sleep, wake yeah. up, and we got to start functioning, per se. People don't yeah. see that. They just think, oh, you guys are just sleeping there all night. Um, no, because, you know, we don't sleep well. I, I know I didn't. When I was on duty, my mind was still, okay, I might get a call tonight or something like that. And sometimes you never slept that night. You you were running one call every other. I remember one shift at Station 50 when we were not transporting at the time. And we literally had 24, 25 calls in a 24-hour period. It oh, was I feel literally you. one call after every oh, hour yeah. on the hour. We were running calls. So, you know, th- those are things that people don't see, kind, kind of stuff. They just see, oh, you guys are just horse playing or doing this. And it's like, no, that's not what it is. So, you know, it's very it's very different <laughs> per se. So, it, it is. So, it is. But it's changing. Yeah. I think the attitude towards uh, – firemen and police in that aspect is changing because social media because mm-hmm. people record everything now so uh, people go to the cameras and hey this is a life in a firefighter life in a policeman and yeah. and people notice hey they not just go and play checkers back in the 80s now we play call of yeah. duty mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yes i i completely agree with you this is is yeah. how we put ourselves in the pr it's a good pr that's all we have to do yeah what what i tell my personnel is uh Every time you throw that uniform on, uh, you're on stage. I mean, beforehand, yes. we used to say, well, every time the, the unit rolls out. Um, now it's every time that uniform is put on, yeah. per se. You're, you're on stage. I mean, Disney's that's Disney's world. Uh, yes, <laughs> you're on I stage. Know. Trust me, I know. I know that 100%. <laughs> that, that, that's Disney terminology. You're on stage. Oh, yeah. I heard that many times. <laughs> and especially when that unit rolls out, you're, you're a moving billboard. You know, yeah. they know who you are. Uh, yeah. So it's like... Guys, you are on camera. You're on stage every time you come to work and you got that uniform on. Act the part, act the role, be professional, uh, per se. And again, let's take care of business, and that business is taking care of our citizens that are having a bad day, uh, per se. Uh, me, my other nice motto is the, uh, uh, the Madagascar penguins. 
smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Because <laughs> uh, we've all been there. We were running our 15th, 20th call, and we're grumbling to the uh, units, uh, grumbling all the way to the call, and blah, blah, blah. We're going to this call. And I tell them, hey, as soon as that break hits and you put that unit in park and you open the door and you step out, smile. Take yeah. care of that patient. Yeah. They take take care of the patient and and the other thing the way I I I've always said this is I take care of that patient like you're taking care of one of your family members. That yeah, that is the key thing. Yeah. Take care of that family member like it's one of your family members. Don't think of him as even your if you ran on this uh, um, homeless person for the upteen time, treat him the same way because yeah. Yeah, you know, they they sometimes do remember. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that they remember when you was good or bad. I I know. Yeah, especially the homeless people, they remember. Yeah, they remember. They they honestly remember and everything else. Especially when I was working the fifties area. That's oh god. Oh, I know. The OBT people, they remember who you are. They know the unit. They when they see you coming out of the unit, it's like oh no, this medic. Oh yeah, this yeah. guy. So they, they it's completely different attitude. They yes. know the shift. They know. Yes, the, they the know shifts. the shift. Oh, today's C shift. Okay, I got a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> at least, it, at least, take me to a to a place that's warm food. It's not take me to RMC. It's just water. But yeah, no, it's a. Uh, uh, I mean, our, our business is is evolving. I mean, we still put the like we say um, we put the white stuff on the red stuff, but it's uh, evolving right now. I mean, the other thing that's uh, it's coming, and you mentioned it. Um, earlier eving the ev cars yes uh that that is uh that's the next part something that uh we haven't seen something like that since uh uh volkswagen had magnesium in their engines <laughs> jesus that's like that's long time ago <laughs> that's, yeah. if you remember just, that's, yeah. wow um well they actually somebody put a video out the other day where it, they were fighting a car fire and it had magnesium because you could see as soon as they put the water on there, it was sparking. Uh, yeah. So it's like, scare. yeah, that that's magnesium. So this new thing of the uh, EV cars, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a game changer for us. It's a game it's changer coming. for us. And it's coming. We have a lot of those at the Disney area, obviously, because everything runs on that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's changing the way we attack car fires everything because you basically have to dump it on a, on a ditch and let it burn well and, and, uh, and it's still going and it's still and it's still going was, to burn for for days it's and, gonna uh, still burn they're they're big in, in europe they're actually big into that because the gasoline is so expensive in europe so mm -hmm. everything's ev and a yeah. lot of the firefighting techniques are being developed in europe because of that yeah and they yeah, have devices that can shut down the cars they got a bunch of stuff that actually help us here in america but when I went yeah. there, that's is that's like in the in the fire academy. EV is the big one because everything is yeah. EV over there. It's cheaper. Yeah, like every, gas everything is EV. Uh, I have a a good friend of mine's from Margate Fire Department, um, Chief um, Oscar Rodriguez, who is uh, he he told me uh, jokingly. I opened up Pandora's box, so he's doing a lot of uh, the studies. Uh, you mentioned the State Fire College. He was one of the lead instructors on the EV. Uh, Nice. Uh, fire stuff and he was telling me we were talking about it the other day because i was watching the video and i called him immediately and he goes uh juan this is uh 
this is a game changer for us because um, he goes, we had, uh, uh, with the videos out there, a vehicle, you mentioned a ditch go into a lake that was on fire and it was still burning mm-hmm. in the water. It was yeah. still burning. It's still burning. So, I know there's a company in Europe, they build like a barrier that you can put in your mm-hmm. engine and then close down the the car and then you flood the car. You basically make like a pool. <laughs> And let that crap there until the, I mean, eventually we'll put out, but you're basically building a pool around the car. So it's just full of water and that's it. Yeah, it, it, it it's, it's, a, it's, going, it's a game changer for us. I mean, nobody had a, the fortitude or thinking forward about, about how it would happen, but it's, we're beginning to see it now. We started watching it first with the uh, scooters or the electric yes. uh, bicycles. Yeah. Yeah. And now, I mean, we haven't had that many electric vehicle cars uh, go on fire, but when they burn, you better bring at least uh, a tanker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have also now semi trucks. Mm-hmm. I know a uh, West um, uh, Coca Cola, one of those bought like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 500 semi trucks to start doing it. And now you're dealing with uh, uh, autopilot cars. Because they're getting big now in, in big cities, just to take away yeah. job from Uber and taxi drivers. But yeah, no, but that's it's, that's it's, coming. Yeah, it, it is coming. I mean, there's a, a lot of things going on um, for the safety of our firefighters. Uh, mentioning mental health and safety for us too. Uh, the other thing is that because you know you don't know these things because you're going to be putting a lot of water on these cars, and there you're going to have a rekindle on these oh, yeah. things. Yeah. So it's a, a big safety feature for us as as firefighters that are the boots on the ground out there. Uh, hopefully our gear, they're working on it to make sure that we don't get exposure because that's the other thing that we're seeing yeah. with firefighters is getting exposed cancer. to cancer and, and all yeah. that. So, I mean, it's, it's a very dangerous uh, field. I mean, we have the mental health, we have the cancer because we're seeing a lot of firefighters you know, as of late now with, you know, the way science has gone that we're developing cancer and, and all that just from being a firefighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Chief, before we go, because uh, it's mm-hmm. almost an hour, one advice, only one advice to the firemen that are retiring, not the new people, because mm-hmm. you give a lot of new people. <laughs> one advice for those about to retire. My advice, have a plan. Okay. okay. Have a have a game plan on what you want to do because uh, I hear it all the time. Oh, I can't wait. I am ready to retire and everything else. Have a plan because uh, um, we work, you know, that 24, 48 or, you know, we're, our body are acclimated of working every third day and then all of a sudden it stops from you. Uh, I remember Chief Pines. Uh, retired Chief Pines, good friend of mine, tells me um, depression is going to hit you. And I told them, um, hopefully I could say this, I told them point blank, fuck you. <laughs> you know you me, say- I'm type A personality. Uh, it's not going to happen to me, blah, blah, blah. And Chief Pines looks at me and goes, Juan. And you remember Chief Pines, Juan, it's going to yes. happen. Yeah, I remember. And uh, I will tell you this, Mondo. Uh, 
first few days. First week was great of retirement. <laughs> Second week, uh, third week, the Mack truck hit me. Really? It hit me. And I will, even my wife goes, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm okay. And it, the, that depression hit you. And I called Chief Pines. And all I heard was laughter. And if you know, if you've seen Chief Pines laugh, you know how he yes. laughs. Yes. And it's, and all yeah. he was, he was just laughing, saying, I told you, I told you, I told you. Uh, but no, it's, it's have a plan. Is literally have a plan, uh, see what you want to do, because uh, fishing every day, it, it'll, it's fun, but it's going to get old. Um, uh, traveling is great, but again, like anything, gets old for a while. But have a plan, see what you want to do, or, you know, work out a plan, uh, have your incident action plan <laughs> <laughs> for for your retirement. Uh, That's what talking. <laughs> Have you sit in action plan of what you want to retire and everything else? Because retirement is awesome. Um, I'm going to tell you this much. It, it is awesome. I still consider myself, quote unquote, retired. But yeah, I am I'm working. Um, again, I am. I don't say that I'm working. I, I say that I am helping out a, uh, a fire department right now. I'm assisting a fire department, yeah, making them better. Because yeah. uh, that's my goal. And I told them, and, and you know me, how, how I roll. Uh, yeah. I, I love showcasing the agency that I'm working for. Yeah. And like I told uh, Marion County Fire, I was like, hey, we're going to showcase our department. Like in January, we got the uh, the first conference of, of the year, which is the uh, used to be the Fire East Conference, now called the Florida Fire Conference. Uh, yeah. We're going to have uh, our ALS team competing. We're going to have uh, the Fire Sled team competing, which I'm going to be competing as, as well. So oh. the, the, old, the old man is is, is, is um, oh. going to do it. So They're like doing the Rocky <laughs> Five, Rocky Six. <laughs> You're coming hey, out of the like, – You got to leave from the front. You got to leave good. from the front. You got to show exactly. him that uh, I, I still got it and everything else. So and I, I, I want to showcase what we have. Um, in, nice. in Marion County right now, it's because uh, again we have a, a a lot of things to offer, and if you got folks out there that are looking for a job, <laughs> uh, we're go. hiring. We're hiring on the single search side, and we have a, the dual search side. If you're on the single search side, uh, you're a medic and want to just be a medic, we will hire you. If you want, if you just got your medic side and uh, decide that you want to go to the fire side we will we will uh pay you to go to fire school which is right se. there in the middle of the county you got the fire right. fire college we got so the fire college to go too and, and the other thing that we um like some other agencies we're not going to mention names that you have to become a medic uh within um what yeah. four years time and all I that i think it's three three or four i remember yeah uh we don't have that on the table <laughs> Good. If you if you want to become a uh, a medic, we will pay you to go to medic school. There you go. So those <laughs> looking for a job, those who are interested in going to the fire service, Mayor can you have options. We have uh, options, and uh, you got options. That's all you need. It, and, I don't I don't and, preach what I work. I mean, comp like comparing putting down the other ones. Yeah. But you got options. You can come to you Creek. Options. You can go Marion County, Orange County, anywhere. Just, and, just and, and one thing that I, I would tell your listeners um, that are 
starting in this service and are looking for for jobs right now is to do your homework. Okay. Yes. Do your homework on that department. See what they have to offer you, what uh what um growth ladders they have for you. The retirement uh, system. Say. Yeah, the what retirement system, your benefits, uh because uh, that's the other thing, this new kids. Oh, money. Yeah, they're going to give me all this money. Okay, so what are your benefits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, if that, it's 2448, if it's 2472, if you got Kelly days, if you have this, if you have that. Yeah, do do your homework. and Because, again, yeah. um, truth be told, every fire agency in the state of Florida right now is hiring. Yes, everybody. It, it, it is hiring right now. So, yeah. Uh, for those of you out there that are listening right now and are looking for jobs, yeah, I'm going to showcase my department, Marion County Fire Rescue. But again, I cannot recruit everybody, but do your due diligence and um, do your homework on that agency. Make sure that that's the agency that you want to make your career at. It's not an agency that's going to be a stepping stone uh, for yeah. say, oh, well, if I don't like this, I'm going to go over there. Because I will guarantee you the grass is not greener on the other side. Basically, no. all the agencies were identical. All you have to do is change the patch on the shoulder because yeah. we all are having the same headaches, the, the same things. We're seeing it in every agency uh, yeah. per se. Uh, yeah. and, and I hate to say it this way. Uh, there's really not the perfect fire department out there. It is no, what you not. make of it. It is what yep. you make of it. You, so. That's you're the one that is going to make that fire department um, grow. That's so. true. That's the wise word. It's true. The grass is not all the green on the other side. It might be a different type of grass, but it's not green on the other side. I can I can say that with a, a as a personal experience. And you too, mm -hmm. Chief. It's uh, it's just different. It's just different animal. Is what you're looking for. What do you want to make? Uh, I always say to people that every time that I go to a place. Uh, leave her, leave the place better than you when you came. If you want to be there for three years, four years, at least make it better. So you can, when you leave that place, at least you say, hey, I did this and I make the department a little bit better just because I was Absolutely. there doing something. So regardless, I don't, I don't blame people who last 10 years in the fire department and then quit mm -hmm. or 35 years and 40 in your case. It's, it's all depends how you deal with your time. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, enjoy, Chief, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy the ride. You're gonna take you, Chief. One more thing. Who you recommend to come to the podcast and talk to me? A name uh, that you know. Name that I know. Uh, Somebody that you said. You know what? Bring it. Uh, Chief Greg Pines is one Greg of Greg Pines. Since All I right. mentioned, he's very big on the mental health stuff. He's retiree. Uh, he's a great guy to have on there. Um, I will even recommend um, my wife, but she doesn't like being doing interviews because <laughs> <laughs> she she will put a different perspective on there because she is a uh, yeah a medic a medic and a nurse trauma nurse flight nurse uh, kind yeah. of stuff and could do a different aspect uh, yes because a lot of folks want to go into the nursing route I never wanted that that route but some people want to do that route yeah. Uh, uh, Chief Pines is one that comes to to mind. Uh, the other one, if you could get a hold of him, Chief Droz. <laughs> He's another Ooh, one. Right. That... <laughs> hey, I, I will say, hey, Chief Atan told me. <laughs> He's my mentor. Hey, I'll be the, the 
people that I just mentioned to you, those are my mentors. Pines and droves. All right. Hopefully I can get one. I don't, I don't, I'm respecting both, but at least one, I'll take one. <laughs> and if you need me to come on your show again, Mondo, please uh, feel free to ask me and I'll be more than happy to come to your show. Yes, I, I will. And hopefully next time we can do it in person. I know right now you're traveling all the way, but yeah, next time you can do it in person and uh, have more fun that way. Or bringing somebody, we can bring Mikey or Galino. Hey. <laughs> Miguelito. Miguelito and Galino and Sleepy Galino. Oh boy, we we will we won't be talking. We will just be laughing, especially with Mikey. Oh, Mikey, yeah, yeah. There's no way we can talk anything serious with Mikey. I know. That's why great about him. His attitude, his attitude is amazing. So thank yeah. you so much, Chief. I appreciate your thank time. You. Everybody who listened to us uh, around, I got people in Spain, Portugal, uh, Poland, obviously now, uh, Morocco, I guess, uh, South America, a lot of people from Mexico, Argentina, uh, Venezuela, obviously, Puerto Rico, uh, mm-hmm. and Florida. So I got people all over the world. Germany, yeah. too, actually. So, para decirle a la gente de España, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, que más todo Sudamérica que están oyendo, gracias por su audiencia. Eh, mi, como digo, mi nombre es Juan Atán. Si necesitan algo, información, por favor, llame. I, I will put your contact for the Marion County, uh, there, or the Marion County website on the, disc- in the description. And if you guys are looking for a job, brand new people, you can go to Marion County. See your options. Look, do your homework before you go to Marion County. Might be too far yeah. away from you, too. Who knows? <laughs> All right, thank you, Chief. Appreciate it. Gracias. De nada, orden.